What's up, Pod World, and welcome to an all-new edition of Tahoe Talk with Mike Perrin and Rob Galloway, brought to you by the Tahoe Daily Tribune and Sierra Sun. This is our podcast for the week starting October 5th, always recorded on a Monday and brought to you with some levity <laughs> hopefully you <laughs> hopefully, find it yeah. fun and entertaining and you know it, it's it's tough to find news out there right now that isn't related to trump contracting the c19 virus or the election so i mean we're just gonna leave those out there we know you're getting dominated with that <laughs> and you know you, you thought 2020 couldn't get any worse <laughs> well glad you're still with us old friend <laughs> feels like we've been besties forever uh you got a brain eating amoba that was found in texas city's water which uh, prompted them uh, and the governor to declare a state of disaster. I hadn't heard of state of disaster, uh, but I mean, they're saying all residents have to boil water. This isn't a small city. It killed a six-year-old boy. Uh, that really was the straw that broke the camel's back for the state of disaster, but a brain-eating amoeba. Ugh, look out. Damn, 2020 just bringing the heat once again. And then speaking of heat, you've got California hitting another milestone. Not a good one. Four million acres have burned this year from wildfires alone. That's roughly the size of Connecticut, people. <laughs> that Just Crazy. let your brain sort of mull that one over. The most ever burned in one year. And the fires have killed at least 31 people, destroyed 8,400 structures, and forced about 100,000 people to evacuate their homes. Right now, still 17,000 firefighters are battling nearly two dozen fires across the state. Again, just California. And you're seeing the smoke effects. It was off and on sort of wavy throughout last weekend. Mm -hmm. And then we have this really weird thing coming in uh, called, uh, I forget the word, um, rain. Rain's gonna, <laughs> we got possibilities of rain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we'll talk about that here at the end of the podcast and the change in weather. But that will be very welcome for California mm -hmm. and everybody on the West Coast. Uh, here's a cool one. Venice, they have finally held back the water for the first time in 1,200 years. I hadn't <laughs> I seen guess that's, Go I, ahead. I hadn't seen this. And, and you're, uh, I was interesting to hear uh, – what what you're going to say about this because i had not heard anything about this so of course they're they're not keeping out all the waters of the canals that's impossible right i mean you still got the gondoliers going down and the romanticism of all of that <laughs> and, and commuting by boat this is to make sure all the local uh businesses and homes that normally have to prop up their uh, their appliances, their furniture on the ground level. If you're on the first level, about 30 to 70 times a year, they have to prop up all their belongings due to high tides when they get these uh, specific high tides. So they've installed 78 flood barriers uh, at the seabed at the lagoon's three main entrance points. So basically the a dam, a temporary dam when they know the extra high tide is coming. And wow. it, I mean, just Google it, check it out. You see the, how they, if you think about, uh, you know, where they cross in the, in the Panama Canal and how they sort of work those levees, they're watertight and they move these ships along. It's sort of the same technology, uh, but they're keeping the high tide out of Venice 
just as to not um, flood all of the residents and businesses on the ground floor of all of, uh, of Venice there. So check it out and, and do some more research, see the pictures. Pretty cool story there in science. And then uh, let's see, SNL, they're giving us a little return to normalcy. Uh, and it sure felt like it because it was a real applause and laughter. <laughs> they had cra uh, fans in the crowd. Uh, yeah, what is that, right? <laughs> uh, they opened up their 46th season uh, with studio fans. They had Jim Carrey playing Biden. He nailed it at some points. At some, he was a little off. Uh, and he had Chris Rock with the monologue and their, their feature guest. And then just this ridiculous music video by Megan uh, the Stallion. It was, I, I would have sent my kids to bed if I, no I had kids. You know? I have no idea what that, what that music is. I, I, it, that, I, I couldn't understand it. Um, <laughs> I mean, hey, they're on SNL as the season opener for their music guests. They got to be popular. But hey, yeah. I mean, it was sort of a jaw-dropping moment, <laughs> but check it out. <laughs> uh, and then my last uh, deeper dive here, the September U.S. jobs report was put out. Uh, and we have 661,000 new jobs in the U.S., uh, which means a big slowdown in that recovery. You've got every letter of the alphabet being named as a, uh, the stock market recovery. But the unemployment rate fell to 7.9%. That's a drop from the peak of 147 back in April and May when it was at its height. And you, that still means... 12.6 million Americans without jobs, people. So yeah, don't let that number, you know, because it was, uh, I think the peak in February was somewhere around four and a half percent to give you our, our best number ever compared to our worst at 14.7. Uh, and we are sort of sitting there in the middle at 7.9% right now. And this is a little segue. We've got Twitter is testing a new disinformation reporting feature called Birdwatch. I am not a Twitter user, uh, so I don't know if you are, Rob, and if you've seen it on your platform, but if you see a viral lie, you basically get to report it to the Birdwatch feeder. Uh, the Birdwatch feeder. They, that's what I should have called <laughs> it. The Birdwatch Yeah. I I do use okay. Twitter, but I have not seen this. So I'll okay. look out for it. Yeah. I mean, Facebook's been doing it for a long time where you can report people. So welcome to the club, Twitter. <laughs> uh, but I say it's a segue because uh, it goes right into my fact check of the week. There's a lot of stuff going out, uh, misinformation or misnomers about Donald Trump boarding Marine One with a portable oxygen concentrator in his pocket with the nasal canal canoe oh my wife's gonna kill me on this one with the medical <laughs> terms going up his back basically the the airline going up his back hidden in his hair and tucked through his mask <laughs> so uh they're saying a portable oxygen concentrator can't even be that small uh and they have ruled it ruled it false on politifact.com so those are my news notes there uh my fun one is today Monday, October 5th, give those teachers some love that have been receiving so many mixed messages from the government, from the parents. It is World Teacher Day today. So you can't bring them an apple anymore, right? That was the no, thing back in no. the day. <laughs> Put an apple on their desk and 
no, you got to do much more than that. You got to send, you know, the fire trucks by their house and, and write posters and all of that. I'm going to talk Give them some love however you can. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. All right, Rob, take it away. You got lots of local stuff. I got a here, lot so of pay stuff attention, people. Blaze through. And you and I, Mike, yeah. we talked about this after the show last week um, and decided that I'm going to steer away from what we've been doing is, is giving you the COVID tallies around the base. And I'm not going to do that anymore. So um, if there's mention, you know, something to be worth mentioning, like um, Washoe County hitting a record number of cases, which they are right now, uh, then I will. But other than that, we're just going to roll right into news topics. So I'm sure you've had enough COVID talk. Um, We'll try to get you less of that if we can. Uh, We had a little scare over the weekend, though, where a a small little vegetation fire broke out early, early Sunday morning in Crystal Bay. But thankfully, first responders were able to knock that down super quick. And it is 100% extinguished. And they are still looking to figure out exactly how that fire started. So uh, we'll just stay tuned and see what uh, what we can find out about that. Last week, Nevada Governor Sisolak, he announced that minimal contact sports are going to be allowed to resume um, over the weekend for youth and adult levels but he did not address anything at the high school level so he said he's going to defer that to the uh, NIAA um, and he also announced last week that the number of people allowed at public public gatherings is going to get a bump up from 50 to 250 and larger gatherings for things like event centers could hold events up to 10 percent capacity um, he also added the rule that all businesses and event centers must post their 50 percent capacity on entrances and lastly he also said um, he likes to make announcements that he's going to make an announcement um, so he did that again and he said he's going to be providing some guidance uh, for people on trick-or-treating for Halloween upcoming, which is supposed to take place on October 30th in Nevada this year. So not October 31st, which is a Saturday. And usually when that happens, it's because they're celebrating their statehood for Nevada Day. Usually that's on a Saturday and it falls on the 31st and they bump that to October 30th. But I don't know about you, Mike, you don't have kids. So trick-or-treating is a big thing for you this year. But uh, for us, I don't know what we're going to do yet. I have no idea. Yeah, they, they have the trunken treats. There's one here in South Lake uh, where you decorate your car in a parking lot. And I, how is that any different? I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. It's a holiday dominated by masks. So, yeah, there's a, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You've seen those, vi- those pictures of like um, people putting those little slides on their rails to shoot candy down. I don't know. It looks kind of funny oh that was genius you guys google that if you've seen that yeah uh candy slide to whatever or yeah. Something. yeah people are getting creative it looks yeah like. <laughs> and we talked a little bit about the uh proposal from tahoe T- transportation district that's going to charge motorists a fee to travel in the basin um 2023 was thrown out there as the soonest it could happen but that it would take a lot for it to actually happen and last week the douglas county commissioners said we don't like this one bit and uh, they voted five to nothing to try and shoot down the legislation that's supposed to be happening for this. Um, and, you know, I still don't get where, where they come up with those fees for the $4 and 10 cents and the dollar six, um, you know, but whatever, we'll, we'll see how this thing rolls out. And while we're talking about uh, the TTD, they also recently purchased the old vacant elementary school in Incline Village and are looking to possibly turn it into a mobility hub. And most residents in that area are just not thrilled about it at all, uh, mainly given where it's located, their safety confer- concerns, but um, something that we'll just have to keep an eye on when it pans out. So TTD, I know, causing some waves um, in and around the basin uh, for these past <laughs> couple couple weeks. <laughs> um, 
And then also a few weeks ago, we talked about uh, the Nevada Legislative Council Bureau approving pay increases during the pandemic and uh, budget shortfall. And this week, there are two similar items on the South Lake Tahoe City Council's agenda, where they're going to be discussing pay increases for both city council and city treasurer. And you would think the treasurer would be like, hey, we can't afford this, but I, I don't know. I don't know. They're going to give it a shot. They're going to talk about it. So We'll see. Well, that's on the heels of discussing some taxes, too. So uh, you, you lump those in to one conversation, I would think, if you're going to public comment. That's <laughs> so, yeah. a South Lake Tahoe City Council <laughs> meeting. <laughs> ah, so we're staying, staying in South Lake Tahoe, the school district. They decided to move into the next phase, which will allow students to return to campus on a part-time basis beginning November 2nd. Um, you're going to have cohorts where cohort A is going to go Monday, Tuesday. Cohort B is going to go Thursday, Friday. My kids are already on a, a cohort schedule. And as a parent, I can just tell you that the day that school gets back to normal, I am going to rejoice because... I don't like it <laughs> at all. It's, Simply put, it's, I do not like it. It's rough. It's rough. We'll just leave it at that. Um, and if you thought you might be able to swing on down to Taylor Creek to catch the fall spawning of the kokanee salmon, think again. The Forest Service announced Thursday they were going to shut that area down through November 2nd. Um, the Forest Service cites risk of bear human interaction and crowding. Uh, with the inability to maintain social distancing, which I can see because those trails down there, they're not exactly the widest. And when you get into those large areas that have the bridges and everything where the fish congregate, it gets pretty packed there. So, you know, I can understand that. Well, Maybe. and they're, they're doing some trail construction or, or yeah. reconstruction as well. I mean, that's the, the basis of it. And they were going to disperse people. Yeah. That's what a lot of people are getting messed up online. They think they're just shutting it down because the trails are too thin or too yeah. narrow that's so, part of it yeah it is it is yeah it's all it's all of the above <laughs> there you go <laughs> and uh squaw valley alpine meadows they announced last week their popular event foam fest is going to go on but it's going to be virtual this year uh this is the 31st year of the event uh, it's going to be a month-long celebration and so i guess breweries are uh, that are going to be participating you get a 16 ounce beer at their location um and uh, a glass instead of the single event with live music i'm not sure how it's virtual though because if you go to the breweries i don't know it's it's drinking beer for a good cause so regardless that's that's good in my book anyways i thought it was just another extension of drinking at home again <laughs> <laughs> that's not the only event news that we have mike you had said um i uh you saw this last week and, and you posted yeah. this out that um uh we're gonna have an actual event that was the thing is your mind was blown there's an actual event going on keep sierra clean day at sierra tahoe it's gonna be held on sunday october 18th from 10 a.m to 3 p.m i'm pretty sure you've been to this before right Oh, yeah. I love it. It's one of my staples for the fall. Nice. Well, that's going to be... Uh, are you going? It, it, most definitely. And it, it's already been set up as basically a social distance event anyways. Yeah, you're outside. I mean, you're outside. You're going to have to be wearing a mask, of course, but you're on the chairlift. So this will be a good you know, way to train, you know, definitely the diehard locals that always show up to say, hey, this is how we're going to be loading the lift, you know. Yeah, like da, da, a little da, da, dry da. run. Yeah, literally. Literally, yeah. <laughs> <Good one. laughs> yeah. And it looked like it's going to get a little chilly here this week. Uh, lows are going to dip down below freezing as you start heading into the weekend. And dare I say, you said it, Mike, um, possible rain? Question yeah, mark? 60% on Saturday, but yeah. then 
25 degrees as you wake up and listen to this podcast Monday morning, Ooh, chilly, the 12th. Chilly. Yeah. I but, like well, I that. Mean, the weekends are far ways away and we all know that, you know, we can say rain, you know, on Saturday and it's Monday. So that might, that might be gone by Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm sure, like you said, the, the 17,000 firefighters in California, I'm sure they're, they're hoping for some of that to, to hit theirs. Fingers um, crossed. Yeah. And on that note, there's a new brush fire uh, called the Baccarat fire. It's burning North of Reno, uh, North of Cold Springs. And it's estimated at 1400 acres right now. Uh, they have evacuations for about 75 structures and zero containment. So something to keep an eye on possibly also for, for smoke in the region, depending on the winds. And on the note of wildfires, also TRPA, they announced last week that they have approved some key uh, updates to forest management ordinances that's going to help with streamline some large-scale fuel reduction. Um, that seems like a really good thing to me. Um, and last, I'll leave you on a, on a good note here because there was a recent study that determined that watching adorable animals actually reduces stress levels in humans. So if you're feeling a little, a little overworked, <laughs> don't scroll past those cute videos. Just watch them and watch that stress melt away. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll, t uh, I'll remember that <laughs> this week for yeah, sure. Take your time. Watch the cute, cuddly videos. <laughs> okay. Hey, folks, that cold snap in the temperature will definitely be sending the colors for fall up here in Tahoe. So get those cameras charged up oh, yeah. and uh, post them uh, on social to brag to everybody that you're living your best life <laughs> this has been tahoe talk with mike Perrin and rob galloway you can find all of those local stories in detail on tahoedailytribune.com or sierrasun.com we will chat with you next monday have a great week see ya